Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to episode 487 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. How you going, fellas? Fantastic. How are you going, Nate? Oh, fucking capital. Capital? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can say a lot of things. I'm not going to say them because people are fucking little bitches and they can't fucking, they can't handle a joke. So. So so good. It's the 1930s again. <laughs> Capital. Oh yeah, it's fucking grand. We watching watching too much fucking uh, Boardwalk Empire. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was thinking, uh... <laughs> Since when have you given a fuck about people not being able to take your jokes, Nathan? You keep fucking jamming down people's throats, whether they fucking like it or not. This has Listen, always Grandy. been the case. There's no need to fucking bring our cubicle special time up on fucking Listen. podcast, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I walked out of there with a clenched fist. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you know, something. but you know, you know what? Did, <laughs> but you know, you know what didn't? You know what didn't walk out of that cubicle, Glenny? You the, the you fucking sponge, the walk. fucking the fucking sponge cake that we left behind. See, there you go. That was a, that was a Newcastle one. I was expecting you to say Alex McKinnon. <laughs> Brilliant. You just you wheel you wheel him in there and you have your way with him and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I just feel it was awkward, like the only cubicle big enough to, to take the both of us and a sponge cake is cl- clearly the uh the disabled toilet. So yeah, unfortunately we our go. timing was poor because Alex was in there laying a cable and we're like, Look mate, this won't take long. Mate, it's a tale as old as time. It is a fucking tale as old as time. Me and you, Glenny, fucking in disabled toilet, lime washing those walls. Fucking sensational. I tell you. (laughs) But but what a a happenstance. How lucky was he that he could get you guys to look and see if he was finished rather than just have to guess wipe? It's just just unfortunate. (laughs) And quite frankly, I find it a little little degrading. And uh, it's a knock to my ego that... Nate walks in there with a fucking family sized sponge cake and I've and he hands me a Twinkie. I just it's it's just unfortunate. You get the you get the little jam roll eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see I could call the episode that and then people but I, I I actually think that at that time I think people could put it together pretty quickly. Yeah. They go cubicle, yeah, all right. <laughs> But still, let's put it down. I'll put it down as the as the uh, as the fallback. The working position. title. The working title, exactly. The working title. Um, you fellas want to uh, talk about anything before we jump into this? I want to talk about how how you flick the switch as soon as you hit record and you're all chipper, whereas before we sat here and watched you be sour cunt for half an hour. But anyway, 
Yeah, we talk about. I was that just later. fucking getting my. I was, I was just getting the fucking. I was just getting my fucking shit together for the episode. That, that's called get my game fucking face. Get, putting my fucking war face on. <laughs> Jesus, you were sitting there like fucking like and this is oh, this is an audio medium. So I mean, you know, it's only for the benefit of stepdad really. But you were sitting here like this the whole time. No. Doing something with your mouth. Doing something with your mouth, like fucking reliving the events of the fucking weekend. <laughs> I'm trying to get the fucking gym rollette out of my fucking off the roof of my mouth. Motherfucker stuck there. That good. <laughs> oh, so, so you had it. You, you had your you had your uh, your member side on. Was it Saturday afternoon? Saturday night? Yeah. You sure How'd be. you go? I didn't listen to it. I edited it and put it up there. It's fucking oh, brilliant. It was great. I don't want to fucking relive anything about that Tigers game. Thank you very much. <laughs> you and me both, homeboy. Um, yeah. That's uh, the first one where it was like probably foregone conclusion. It was like, but by the time the record got hit, yeah. it was already just fucking yeah. miserable. No, it was, um, but it was great. It was Dairy Queen vibes. We, uh, a few yeah. laughs. It was good times. Yeah. Sur- surprise of the afternoon. Fucking Nico Hines' teeth. Yes. What the fuck's going on there? <laughs> what are you saying? How have like, we not like noticed a, what, this before? Are they, are they, are they, are they what, like Tom Cruise's or are they like an Englishman? Well, he, he looks... Do you remember in the original good version, the non-woke version of Aladdin, when Jafar smiles? When he's the old man? Right no, at the beginning. The anyway. details like that. Well, I'm saying his teeth are fucked. Yeah. Yeah, so like, like an English person's teeth. Right. No, worse yeah, gotcha. than that. Like, okay. Yeah. It's like Fitzgibbon Like an English person around, in turn of the Industrial Re- Revolution's teeth. I don't know. Like, it, the inside of his mouth looks like the fucking poster for twins. Like there's a really <laughs> big one and then a fucking stumpy one hanging down that, you know, shouldn't be next to it. It's just, yeah. oh. It's like Fitzgibbon tried to mix it up for, for, for the culture and team bonding and said, boys, let's make this game fancy dress, come as whoever you want. And Nico thought, I'm, I'm coming as Cam McInnes. I was just going to say that. Like really so, got into so, fucking character. Yeah. Is that one of their is that one of their KPIs? Guys that just don't give a fuck about their dental. Oh. Or is this? I don't know. Is it, or is this a bit a bit more, a bit spookier? Did did Cam McInnes actually accidentally bite him at training one day? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's turning into a wear cam. <laughs> it's like a spider. Like, like it's like a radio radioactive Cam McInnes. <laughs> All, all of a sudden, he's got fucked teeth and he'll do anything for the club. <laughs> Love it. A little bit of playmaking ability. <laughs> I mean, urge. like, he was, he, was, he was good at the storm, but you can't argue that he's fucking come on this year. Like a, a, a sudden urge to, to bond with Mary. So, <laughs> there you go. Let's so get, get into the that. games. Patrons, get onto that. Um, yes, so we are. Uh, into the results of round 22 and uh, Thursday night, the uh, Melbourne Storm 16, sorry, let me correct myself, the Melbourne Storms 16 <laughs> defeated the Penrith Panthers 0, which is, I think, is the first time that they've been held to 0 since fucking, like, you know, ever. 1847. History and, of the game. Um, Melbourne Storms uh, 16 came through tries to Nick Meany, Brandon Smith, and David Nofaluma. And, uh, Nick Meany, two of three conversions. And I suppose, you know, with David Nofaluma's try and the Penrith Panthers' scoreline, it could be said that David Nofaluma single-handedly defeated the Penrith Panthers. Who, who had that on their fucking 2022 bingo card? No <laughs> This one. truly is the darkest timeline. <laughs> it really, it really fucking is. <laughs> you know, I, sp- I spoke to Jay uh, in the member side on Saturday, but, Nate, did you see Nofaluma's interview after the game? I did not. Please enlighten me. Well, 
apologies to uh, to our patrons who have already heard this, but so ah fuck them. He pays your money, he takes your chances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was basically you know how do you how are you enjoying the storm? Obviously, so he's having a great time. But it was much yeah. like that one we were talking about last yeah, week, right? But he, he went okay. so far as to say. Uh, you know, I've, I've been been playing uh, first grade a long, long time, and um, you know, just the opportunity to, to be able to play finals, let alone a grand final or something. Um, you know, uh, I'm really looking forward to. Um, and the the next question was, are you keen to stay on here longer? And he fucking giggled like a little schoolgirl and said, "Oh, no comment, no comment," and fucking started. Ra- like you fucking he's so dumb. cock. He's so dumb. He's just dumb. Fuck out of here. Like, I understand that he's probably enjoying himself down there and he's he's got every right to. Just the club's decision was to was to, to loan him for the rest of the season. But well, this thing, you be, why do you, you have be, to you make the, a little cunt of it you, of yourself? You be the reporter and I'll be Nofaluma and you ask me that question. This is the this is how you respond to that question. David, do you think there's an opportunity for you to stay at the Melbourne Storm long term. Well, uh, thanks. Who, who are you? Which, who are you, Mick Annis? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Mick. Thanks, thanks, Mick. I'm really enjoying my time down here, but this was only ever a loan agreement until the end of the season, and I'm and ongoing. I'm contracted to the West Tigers, and I plan to fulfil those commitments. Jay, that was almost word for word what you boom shot down. <laughs> that's it. Speculation <laughs> dead. That's there's, it. There's but here, like... Here's the thing, though. I lay the blame for this firmly at the feet of the West Tigers as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. Well, I mean, because we, you know, we always do. That's how, that's, that's the circle of life, isn't it? Well, we, we do because it's <laughs> but always But let him explain because he's act. actually right. <laughs> right? So, I'm, I'm penning a fucking swap deal, you know, for, for one of, one of our players to go down there, you know, and, and yes, so the football department and Noddy and Benji and Sheen's are there and they're like, oh, awesome, go down and, absorb as much as you can and Benji's telling him stories about when he worked with Wayne Bennett and all the things he absorbed from him that he can that he can now apply sure as fucking shit before he goes I have my media and PR team yeah give him a briefing on what you can and can't say 10 snippets so David you're going to get asked a lot of questions now at the moment obviously we're a club that's building because that's how the West Tigers say we're shit they say club that's built. This is not what you said yesterday. You're actually very articulate and correct, and I agreed with everything you He's said. He's being articulate right now. What are you no, talking people's about? Being people, a little cunt now. No, people pay for the good stuff. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, this is the shit that comes for free. I apologise <laughs> in advance. Um, no, but you know, so we're obviously a club that's building, and they're a club that's been very successful. Um, preferred destination for anyone that's off contract. Uh, fantastic coach, fantastic culture, like 20, 20 years of, of top performance in, in one of the toughest sports in the world. Um, there are going to be people who want to dig the boot in and essentially say, you know, wouldn't you like to stay with the good team rather than going back to the team that's building? So here are the sentences we've prepared for you. They're written on bits of paper. Read them and learn them. And every time you're asked, you say a variance of one of these three things. That's it. That's all you're authorised. Because, because literally, all he ha- all he has to say is, "I'm enjoying my time," and obviously, be complimentary to the place where you landed at That's at the it. moment. Everyone here has been say, so great to me. I can't yeah. thank them enough, and I can't but, wait. Yeah. And then you talk about your actual and, contract and status. And while I'm here, my full focus is on helping the Melbourne Storm 
as much yep. as I can and learning as much yep. as I can. And then next yep. year, I can't wait to take what I've learned and my experiences here back to help out the West Tigers. Like, that's yep. it. But again, well, the, the first thing you said, you're saying, he's dumb. He's so fucking dumb. How yeah, we had that other, that other interview the other like you know, through the week was the same. Like everything was yeah, um, uh, no, no, no. like yeah. just. But how does the place a, that he's, he's not worked a speaker for a decade not understand? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. pretty fucking dumb. We need to school him up. Yeah, that is completely yeah. a failing of the Tigers. Yeah, probably a failing of Bellamy too to communicate just exactly how valuable he is to the organisation, and that is not a placeholder that's a body that's that's that's. You know, that's fucking like one degree warmer than fucking Dean Aramir and fucking... No, you're all. I mean... <laughs> Despite all that, I think um, there were some glimpses of the old Storm in this game. I think they, they absorbed pressure um, and Panda had, um, you know, a few opportunities in the, in the opening 20 minutes of the game and Melbourne absorbed it and... Um, you know, scored a try against the run of play and 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 delivered a sort of one-two punch, which set the set the tone for for the victory. Um, Penrith, as I said, had several opportunities, but that sort of continued um, on and off throughout the match. And Melbourne's their last felt like the second half. It was the Panthers just yeah. The Panthers were just hammering them the entire second half, and that's yeah. and that that was the part of the storm that we saw. Defensively speaking, I mean, just that the, was fucking the scramble. amazing. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was. Like I said, I wouldn't say they were all the way back by any stretch of the imagination, but there was there was enough there um, to indicate that maybe maybe they've turned the corner from their from their slump. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that even they they need to turn a corner. They they just need some confidence and some combinations again because you've got to remember that the the issue with Melbourne was depth. And those guys that came in didn't have time with everybody else in the squad. So it's natural to assume that they're going to improve, especially playing with such top-tier teammates. Um, like yeah, David Mun- Nofaloon. Well, you know, I, I was talking more, you know, Munster. And, <laughs> oh, sorry. And, yeah. Those guys. Um, but, but looking at this, you know, I've, yeah, Melbourne got out of this one what they needed. Um, but realistically, if they were going to be back, they should have put that Penrith team to the sword. They really fucking should have. Um, And looking at it from Penrith's point of view, missing so many top-tier first graders, for them to be able to just do the rest of the game amazingly well, like you're right, mate, the second half, they essentially just camped down on Melbourne's line. Now, you change those around and you take out the, the replacement players and you put in the Clearies, the Luais, the Edwards, Fisher-Harris leading that forward back. And camping on the line for the entire second half turns into, you know, two, three, and then Noffa's there, so nine junk time tries. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, if Panthers are, if Panthers are, are letting Brandon Smith or Liam Martin's letting Brandon Smith just fucking go straight through for like a try from halfway. I mean, you put Pappy and Jerome Hughes and stuff in there as well. And I mean, there's more than 16 points of them coming their way as well. You know, like, I yeah. mean, we can talk about the players that are out, but I think, I think, no, we, we I think the storm can. almost I'm saying that they did exactly what they need to do in those games. They just lack the polish and execution in key positions to take advantage of what they've built. Yeah. I think it came to a point in that second half as well, where the storm were just like, all right, the nil's more important than anything else. That's it. 
you know, just for their, you know, their and as a as an exercise in defense for themselves. And um, so yeah, I think they'll come out of it pretty uh, pretty happy. I mean, Panthers, the Panthers aren't going to be worried. I mean, like that, you know, they they can lose every fucking game. It doesn't matter. You know, That's guys will be back when they need to be. And, you know, is anyone else surprised that a Craig Bellamy coach team is peaking at exactly the right time heading into no. a final series? Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they were in probably a bigger a bigger dip than they were used to. Mm. Yeah, far more so. But, you know, the, the trajectory that they're on now, um, let's say if you look across the league and who's on an upward trajectory, it's them and Souths. Yeah, For sure. So... Socialists. <clears throat> Joshua said, fuck me, that try is going to go straight to Noffa's head. He's going to be demanding a starting origin spot soon. <laughs> Greg, fuck me, why didn't Ricky murder Salmon last week? <laughs> Lachlan, this Forbes Fiat is a fucking anchor. Yes, old stains. Yeah, I mean, this like you, know, you hear the stories like you know Stephen Crichton, he might be a, a signing for the the doggies because he wants to play fullback. He's not going to play fullback at the Panthers. Um, you know, doggies could buy him to play fullback. Yep. But I mean, this, and then you've got the fucking Charlie Staines could be like go to the West Tigers to be fullback. I mean, <laughs> fuck me, there's there are levels to this game <laughs> in so many in every little microcosm within the story within the storylines of every game yeah. holy shit <laughs> yeah that's it that um yeah there's some fucking buyer's remorse with old cum stains uh Steve <laughs> he said Monica Lewinsky was the last person this frustrated by fucking stains <laughs> uh Dominic said whatever the Tigers are paying Arpy, they need to double it this monster of a man is worth his weight in bitcoin he's fucking amazing he's absolutely fucking amazing Alexander he said, Noflam is the new Leipana. You're hearing oh, it more and more. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, Cathal <laughs> said, the storm defense was swarming like ants to a Mars bar tonight. You love to see it, especially when it's been so ugly at times this year. Both teams are down on a lot of troops, so it's hard to know how much stock you can put into a game like tonight, but regardless, delighted with the team's effort. There we go. Right, How good. onto the sorry, onto the early Friday game. The Warriors forty-two defeated the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs eighteen at Mount Smart. Uh, the Warriors forty-two points uh, came to through tries uh, a double to Kosi. Then we had tries to Violia, Wateni Zalesniak, uh, Katoa, Sean Johnson, Adam from Blake. Seven conversions from as many attempts from Reese Walsh. Uh, Doggies eighteen tries to Avarillo, Flanagan, and Josh Adokar with Burton three conversions. I think the New Zealand emotion factor. Gave the Warriors an extra leg in this game, yeah. and they were they were confident. They they scored some really slick tries, um, stripped the Bulldogs for numbers. It was just the way that the game finished was quite weird. The dogs sort of hung in and and were competitive. Well, they um, got it back to the, they yeah. they drew they drew level, and it was like Warriors games that we've seen over the last few weeks where they've started yeah. well and got run down. Yeah. And this looked like it was going to be the case again. And then the Warriors had the try to go ahead that was disallowed, mm. and um and so you just it just felt inevitable that the doggies would run them down. And then all of a sudden they score a thousand fucking tries. It just just in like, the in like 10, in the last like yeah. seven minutes. It was yeah. Fucking, it was bizarre. And we got to see and we got to see a Sean Johnson try in this one that was like the fucking old YouTube mm. shit. Like, I mean, it was, it was yeah. like, like he, he was through and he's putting steps on selling dummies. It was fucking amazing. Uh, 
under the sticks. It was a, like, there we go. There is something left in him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that was the last of it. Maybe that's the something. last drop, but it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, a couple of, couple of moments for Birdo in this one. He's, he's copped a lot of raps for his, his boot and his bombs and his combination with Josh out of car, but fuck, he can miss a tackle. He can. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, I, 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 I look. I, this is it's fuck great, great for Warriors fans. I yeah. mean, it's been a, it's been a long couple of years for those guys, um, and when they showed some, yeah, a little bit of spirit when they first came back to Mount Smart, I'm just glad that this game happened, this win happened at Mount Smart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, and look, you know, does it does it give them something to build on? Who knows? And and funny thinking back to what we said about this one. Um, before, like the in the preview round, and yep. it was exactly that that the the Bulldogs seem like that team that's building to something next year and mm-hmm. and everything to, to put together and everything they achieve now will, will serve them well. It, it was exactly the opposite. Mm-hmm. If you looked at those two teams, that Warriors team looks like they were galvanised to play for each other and for their crowd mm-hmm. and for for whoever's up in the box, you know, be it be it Stacey Jones or someone else. But um, if they can keep a hold of that energy. Like, I don't think they turn it around, uh, you know, a la Cowboys this year. No. But uh, fuck, the start of something's there. Yeah, and this, is, and this is the first time that the dogs have really, I mean, like, they 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 always seem to sort of turn off or, or start fading around the 60-minute mark. And whether that results in, a, you know, the, they can get through the win, through and still win it or not. But, man, this was the worst example of that, though. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, and and it was and but then on the on the flip side we had the Warriors doing their usual thing as well, like getting out and then you know fading. Yep. But you know they dug in, and uh, shoeys for everyone. Except that. What what's your opinion on that? Look, first, first, I mean, there's a couple of there's a couple of things that we need to get to the bottom of on that one. We got we got shoeys in general, and then the and then this Roger you know shoe versus check guy. That uh, that look for, for, so for starters. I mean, Shuey's a fucking gross in the first place. Like, you, you'll never catch me doing one. Um, sec, but secondly, the, the only the worst thing, worse than Shuey's, is the person that puts their glass in the shoe and then does it. Because yeah. it's like they're not even ballsy enough to fucking go the Shuey. They're just like they want to give. It's just like they're doing the appearance of the Shuey. Yeah. So I mean, they're fucking poses anyway. But then thirdly, this has all been wrapped up anyway. I mean, the New Zealand Warriors themselves tweeted out this afternoon saying, "Everyone, fucking put down your pitchforks." This guy is not fucking banned for life. He's, you know, he's not going anywhere. So they did reverse it. But what you're referring to, of course, is that he was said to have received, a, he was kicked out and said to have received a life ban. Yes. For, for his shoe. antics. For doing a shoe, yeah. Obviously prominently on camera. And so, yeah, then he was kicked out after that, apparently. And then, then yeah, and then given yeah. a life ban from Mount Smart. We're, and who, fu- since who fucking reversed, knows? So no like, is, is that in breach of some fucking, you know, alcohol law over in New Zealand where... It's probably like the sculling yeah. of it or something, like you know, like a binge drinking kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe something around that those yeah. those lines. But yeah, but it's it's it, that whole thing was a fucking dog whistle for the worst kind of fucking boomer, like legit yeah. the oh, worst yeah. kind of fucking boomer. Going, yeah. Oh, what's wrong with just him doing a fucking shoey? Huh? Boys will be boys. Oh, like it, oh <laughs> fucking hell! Fun police. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Anyway. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. Social game. Yeah. Uh Tynan. <laughs> he said is Trent Barrett coaching the Bulldogs again. Oh, yes. Uh Josh. It was reminiscent, wasn't it? It was. 
Joshua, I said, best winger in the fucking game. Freddie, you are a war criminal for not having him, him in origin. Suck my bunghole. That was early in the piece then. Yeah. Winston. That was after he scored his try, I, I suspect. <laughs> Winston said, uh, says a lot about a team. Oh, says a lot. When a team from a country stuck in 1983 can beat a team connected to so many organized crime groups. Well, there you go. I don't know if that's official. Is that, are they sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. A couple of their fucking, a couple of their members got fucking lit up today. Then I don't know, but reduce it by <laughs> that's two. That's the case. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Get those, they'll have to get those South style memberships next year. Back, back in the old days, they only used to give them stitches. Hmm. Fucking hell! Was there a new word for word for it? Rhymes with bullet. <laughs> Robert said, "Bulldogs were terrible." Decent performance from Warriors, but the game felt like it was being played at a walking pace in patches. And Dominic said, undersell, over-deliver. The boys, Ron won tonight. Execution was much better. Everyone running like they were in a contract season. Fucking great to see. Imagine going for a team that gets flogged by the Warriors. (laughs) It's true. And Levi said, it's such a toxic relationship, but no matter how much he goes missing, I will always love Sean Johnson. There you go. That's the Everyone's Dairy got Queen one. Vibes. That's the Dairy Queen vibes. <clears throat> the Rabbitohs, 26, defeat the Eels, 0 at Combank Stadium. The uh, Rabbitohs scored their tries, a double to Cody Walker, a double to Alex Johnson, and uh, Isaac Thompson with the try as well. The trail two conversions and a penalty goal defeating the Eels, absolutely fucking nothing. Don't respect the Eels, I told you, motherfuckers. Yeah, fucking hell. Barra's like- in free fall. Make it, they're, making, they're making up the numbers. There's a couple of teams doing it. Eels are one. Yeah, when I, it comes I, to the finals. I feel like this um, this result and this game and the way it came about will have lasting effects on para, especially come finals time. But um, they're in, as I said, they're in free fall at the minute. And in contrast, South looking more and more confident every week now that Latrell's back. He's a, He himself is absolutely killing it. Walker's grown a leg um, with with Mitchell back in the side. Yep. Um, Ilias has grown a leg. He absolutely has, and, and is deliver and is delivering on what he was supposed to be. Yep. And the Cook the Cook Murray combination as well. Yep. Um, now Murray that, had an amazing game. Yeah. It just I've said it the last several weeks, and I know I'm banging on about it, but the the intangibles that Mitchell brings to the side. Over and above his outstanding skill and, and ability, um, there's just the confidence that he gives guys like Cody Walker, who's not a mug, you know. No. But Mitchell's back in the side. Walker's a different player. Yeah. Um, the the combination, um, the the extra, it might only be a split second, but at this level, it's it, it makes a, a huge difference. So that that combination between. Uh, Cook and Murray with the extra option of Mitchell out the back taking some of the attention from the defensive line, it frees those guys up to to take other options, which, you know, Latrell may not even be in the play and he's influenced it. So, yeah. um, as you said before, Nate, Seuss are are very much on an upward tick and um, some of those, um, some of the tries they scored where they stripped them for numbers was reminiscent of what they were doing last year. And the thing is, it's those those left side attacking runs 
that are absolutely nothing special. They're just done with everybody going as close to flat out as they can. So the defensive line has to move quickly. And so there's much have more to make margin. decisions. That's yeah. it. There's much more margin for error there. And they just do the simple things so fucking beautifully. And you see so many teams these days that when they get a sniff that they've got an overlap, they instantly want to get the ball to the outside man. And that's not the worst play to do. Obviously, you, if he's if he's got his man closer in field and you can get the ball to him, it's, it's, it's open space. But to do that, you know, you loft that pass and then the defense catches up. You throw it yep. too flat and all of a sudden you're getting called forward. Like there's, there's all of these ways that, that can go wrong. And South just go through the hands every single time. And it is fucking glorious. So much so that it looks like it's being run at a slower pace than it actually is because it's so simple. And you look at it and you think, well, fuck, that was telegraphed and you knew it was fucking coming and everyone manned up. Like there wasn't there wasn't anyone that was offering the, the thing. Yeah. And you still can't stop it. Yep. You know, just just like Melbourne, they're peaking absolutely fucking beautifully. Did either yep. of you see the um, the footage of Damien Cook mic'd up in the previous I game? I did not. No, no, I did not. He, um, I have to give him credit. He's he's far more, and I know you know he's a senior player and he's a representative level player, but. He's such a leader, and the way he gets in the ears um, of his teammates, um, just a couple of little moments he had with um, Ilias, just pumping up his tyres, just pulling him aside, hey, mate, you know, like, maybe try this, or, or I can't remember his exact words, but just, a, you know, pulling him aside, keeping his confidence up, um, and just his, his vision around the ruck, and just, you know, little... Uh, nuances and, and buzzwords and stuff that he's, he's slipping at players just to get them moving and, and you can just see they all respond really well to. I thought I thought it was fucking outstanding to, to get that insight as to what he, in his position and for that side, what he brings um, to the table um, from a leadership capacity and how he communicates with his teammates. It's fucking... Yeah, fuck I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Good shit. Um, Thomas. He said, ah, the mistakes creep in like they're desperate to break my heart. This is why we won't make it past our first knockout final this year. Discipline. Ricky, I love this one. said, Parramatta really throwing everything into keeping Papali'i by showing him tonight exactly what it feels like to play for the West Tigers. <laughs> although although he, has since, he has since come out and confirmed, yeah, that he will, he will be honouring his contract, as I wouldn't imagine he's got a choice at this point, but... Um, yeah. Apparently, part of the part of the strategy to woo him into not backflipping was to take him through the new fucking center of excellence, and uh, give him and give him the the big combination fucking uh, quad stretch fade fade combination that they, with the barber's chair they've got there. I wonder if and, he. Um, uh, I wonder if he's. I'll be interested to see what haircut he's rocking this coming week. Yeah, I mean, if he's because if he's got the sick fade, you know, you, you know how they got him over the line. <laughs> Aaron, he said, I guess you can't play Manly every week. Richard, Latrell Mitchell is a genuine game-changer player. Yes, I know. Thank you, Captain Fucking Obvious. But he has turned South from a barely making the eight into genuine title contenders. If they're not in the grand final, I'll be amazed. Thankfully, I will be in Milton Keynes for the next month, so I will see little of it. Rugby League doesn't exist there. 
Nice. Done. Nick. No. Oh, no, sorry. No, we're not. No. <laughs> That's right, go. We're off. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, the uh, Roosters 32 defeat the Cowboys 18. At the SCG, the Roosters try as a double to Verrills. Uh, Suwali lodged Tupo and uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves also a try. Uh, four conversions from six attempts to Sam Walker. The Cowboys 18 tries to Talangi, Robson, and the Hammer, Tabuai Fido. Mm. Holmes, three conversions from as many attempts. I feel like the good sides are starting to lift for the finals and you can see the difference in, in their application and, and, and execution. Um, part of the Cowboys' development um, in what's been an outstanding season for them, we're getting to the business end and they need to learn to find those new levels and match it with those with the top teams. Um, exactly. I think they struggled in large part... Um, to do to, to match it with the Roosters and the Roosters we've said plenty of times um, on the show over the course of the season that they're not the team that they were last year and that they've dropped a peg or but they know how to taper they're well coached they've got some outstanding yeah. players in that team and I think they're building as well yeah yeah for the right for the right time you know the right the right pace at the right time and I mean they get they're a team that I actually think is good I think they've got far better prospects than the Cowboys in the finals yeah I, I think Cowboys are one of the teams I'm, I'm marking down as do not respect I think the Cowboys officially. are probably just at you know that new stage of of their development you know coming from where they were prior to this season and and the year that they've had but you know part of those teams like the Penrith the Roosters Melbourne um is part of what makes them so good is that they've been through the fire. Um, and I think Peyton in particular, um, and, and also several of the players in the side need to probably take some lumps through a final series and, um, and come out the other side and, and for the Cowboys to be amongst those top sides. Yeah. And, and again, you know, it's, it's the, the beauty of our game. It's not only, 80 minutes every week that you have to battle for, to be fit and fit throughout for and to be able to play a high intensity for a long period of time. Then you've got the battle of being able to do that for the entire season. Uh-huh. And thinking back to where the Cowboys were last year, this season for them must have been so fucking draining in terms of additional effort and energy to, to keep on, you know, switched on. Um, although, again, you look at Parramatta last year, this time last year, we were having that conversation about them. Oh, they were so great during the middle of the year and they've fallen off pretty badly and, mm. and they're heading into this final series in... Incidentally, you know, the same underdone. conversation we have this year about Parramatta. Oh, it's worse this year. <laughs> it's fucking worse this year. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like Manly flogged them by like fucking 50-odd, you know, this, yeah, same, this corresponding round. So, true, true. like, they were getting flogged by more. But, I mean, but it, it wasn't great. Thing, Let's face it, it wasn't great this week, but that, still. That Cowboys that. team just on energy... You know, could potentially go into the finals and get through two rounds, just on on how they played the the majority of the season. Sure, you know, it's not unheard of. But uh, Nick, he said, "B Smith in for Verrills next year is looking like a downgrade. Really good pickup for the Titans. Not wrong." Uh, ben, he said, "Is it time to respect the Chooks? Ran Penrith close in Penrith. Two thirteen plus wins against the Cowboys." And beat the Sharks thirty-six to sixteen in their own backyard. Yep. Well, yeah. They're one of the teams that are on the up, yeah, in my opinion. Up. And we'll be there. 
Is that it for the comments? That's it. Oh, um, no, that was Sharks Tigers the next. Let's go. Right, the Sharks at 36 to feed the West Tigers 12 at Scully Park in Tamworth. The uh, Sharks scored their tries through Miller, Ikevalu, Hunt, Dykes, Hamlin Ueli, and Jesse Ramian. Uh, five conversions for Nico and a penalty goal. Defeating the West Tigers 12 tries through New Brown and Luke Garner with Dewey, two conversions from as many attempts. I tell you, if you would like to hear what we thought of this game as it was unfolding, go and subscribe to our Patreon where you will get. 40 minutes of us mercilessly ripping on the city of Tamworth and country music. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that. That was so much fun. Oh, I, there was a point where I called the Tigers the Meths Tigers um, and uh, said that Dane Laurie makes the Tigers look like a meth addict with a gold watch. Um, look, pretty ordinary. Um, from the Tigers. The Sharks took control um, midway through the first half and Wolves, they didn't completely blow the Tigers off the park. They, they looked like they could <laughs> if they really yeah. wanted to. Um, never really looked concerned about the result and the Tigers, uh, from their perspective, just just they're just not good enough to match it with teams like the Sharks and um, they they rallied in the second half and they um you know scored a good try through Garner and had a one two disallowed Naden had um I can't remember one or two um disallowed and you know if one of those goes their way who knows but um I still think the sharks were well in control and and there was no way that the Tigers were going to run over the top of them. So uh, it was over pretty early, and I certainly enjoyed uh, Jay's company through the second half far more than I would have just sit, sitting there fucking watching that unfold on my own. Watching, watching in your own fucking misery. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, but I thought he he did some good things. He had he had a couple of errors. He's got those in his game, as as Jay pointed out during the recording. But he um, he's a far bigger. You know, I was pretty meh when they signed him, but he's a far better pickup than I gave him cre- gave him credit for when the Tigers first signed him. But he he's he's almost like the anti Peach. Where yeah, take that comeback, fuck me. Yeah, but like that that try that Naden had disallowed. You know, for that fucking questionable obstruction. Uh. That that's what he has in him. The the issue is you just gotta and by the end of his run at Penrith they'd got most of the the dumb mistakes out of him. Uh. You know, the, the people are always gonna drop balls when they're under fatigue or you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. But they got to the, the play the ball one. Yeah. That's a fucking you know? killer. That's it. You know, where you Wrapping the wrap your arm around the leg and try and stand yeah. up to say that they pushed you over and yeah. just that shit doesn't fly. Um, but that where he just went back and gave himself a little bit of room, the the way he just got his stride up and ran through the fucking teeth of that field, uh-huh. you would look at him and you would say, well, he was, he is an elite player in this sport. If you didn't know, you'd look mm-hmm. at that and say, wow, he he was just was absolutely magnificent there. So um, yeah, no, NATO, NATO's good. That is a good player, but yeah, you're right. The Tigers aren't good enough to play against 
first grade teams. <laughs> not what I said, but you're not far off. <laughs> uh, Damien said, any chance Benji can captain an assistant coach next year? <laughs> Chris, can someone please send out a search party for Craig Fitzgibbon's eyebrows? Jesus Christ. Uh, and Sam simply said, FML. Whereas the show's premier Tigers fan, Aaron, with Can't. many more Dairy Queen vibes. The fucking chopped liver? You're a host. You're not a fan. Fucking hell. I'm a fan of this show. I fucking love your work. I love Nate's work. You've fucking seen the inner workings. If you're still a fan, it's fucking. New... Yeah, you've seen how the sausage is made. <laughs> <laughs> you've okay. seen the inside of the sponge cake. <laughs> Aaron said Parramatta nil, Penrith nil, West Tigers 12. Seems like the Tigers are the only Western Sydney team having a dig. Hashtag pride of the West. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, that is some propaganda that fucking Hitler would have been proud of. Fuck and, that's, and, that's not, and that's not and that's not even and that's not even illegitimate pride either. I mean that's, that's, that's fucking that's straight a, up. Straight straight facts. Take it when you get them, sir. Yeah. Yeah. The uh the Broncos twenty eight to feed the Knights ten at Suncorp Stadium. Uh the twenty eight the Broncos came through a hat trick to Selwyn Cobo. Uh Corey Oates and Ezra Man with tries, Reynolds four conversions, the Knights ten. Tries to Daniel Saifidi, Bradman Best, and one conversion to Anthony Milford. This was a very similar game to the to the to the first time they played this season. Although the Broncos didn't put as many points on them at the end when the capitulation happened, but it was a it followed a similar script in that the Broncos are well in control. Yeah, um, big lead, match winning lead. The Knights came back to sort of put some scoreboard pressure on them, and then bomb their comeback when they had all the momentum, and then the Broncos pulled away again at the end. Mm. Yep. Just to just to dump a bit of extra for and against on top of them. The Knights are already already in Bali in the first half. Um, yeah. They, um, as you say, they did rally. Um, I feel like the yeah, the Broncos all in all handled Newcastle pretty easily, but that second half showed that you know we talk about the development of teams like the Cowboys. The Broncos are very very much along a similar vein um, and have plenty to work on. Um, as they head towards the finals. Um, just want to make mention again of, of Corey Oates. Um, he had another really solid game, and, and they spoke to him after um, after full time. And the way he spoke was, was really quite impressive, and he spoke about how he essentially took for granted his, his time, um, you know, when he first came into first grade, he was playing Origin, and um, he said, you know, that led to complacency and he wasn't working hard he wasn't focused on what he was eating and how he was training and doing extras and um and it you know very nearly um in his words it was very nearly the end uh, he was you know his time at the club was close to um to finishing and he made a conscious effort to turn that around uh, by way of his actions and his, his application uh to to Looking after his body, looking after you know his nutrition and mm. uh, and working hard and and it was actually really impressive to see a guy put his hand up and be accountable for you know what I, I probably haven't quite been the professional I should have been yeah. um, at various points of my career, but people are starting to give me some raps now and and I you know I've joined the dots <laughs> yep. that you know I'm at the later stage of my career and. You know, it's it's more important now than ever to focus on those 
off the field elements as far as you know making sure he's mentally prepared and, and looking after his body etc um, I really enjoyed the level of accountability <laughs> from, from the bloke to be quite honest um, considering he was you know as we've said before he was very close to being shut out by the Broncos under the um, Seabolt etc so um, it's good to see him you know again what and I'm not taking in there everything into account about what he just said, but what does that tell you about Anthony Seabold that he was prepared to let Corey Oates go? I, I still, to the, my fucking dying day, I will not get the Corey Oates hate unless he was a fucking negative influence of training or a cancer in the dressing room, which we'll never have any insight on. No. I don't fucking get it. He's not no. on massive money. No. He's never gone shopping. Like the... There has never been a report that Corey Oates is exploring options elsewhere. No, ever. Um, and I think, you know, whilst yeah, he's joined the dots and, and he's he's put his hand up and been accountable, you know, Seabold's approach was, oh, well, he's done. Ship him out. Instead yeah. of pulling him aside, looking at a guy that understands what it takes to play Origin, etc., yep. and say, mate, I need you. This is yeah. the role I can see you playing in this team. What I yeah. need from you is X, Y, and Z. Yep, hundred percent. This could have happened three seasons ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. And this year, I mean, he's having his most productive year in terms of try scored sure. of his career. Yeah, yeah. That's Officially, it's yeah. amazing turnaround. Yeah. Still, Broncos. I mean, just it's like the way they look, like some of the like one of the tries the Knights scored there, where they just they they stripped him on the left there as if they were Souths. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and it's just like some. I I think when it comes to the crunch against some of these teams, the like against a, a rabbits team or like you know some of these more uh, you know elite teams in the competition, I think that it looks like the you know the Broncos could conceivably finish, you know, towards the bottom of the the bottom of the eight, and I think they're in real danger of uh, one and done. Yeah, I, I on their agree. current form at the moment. Well, look. I made Glennie do a ladder predictor. I can't remember what it actually came out at, but... Yeah. Tigers um, are making the eight. That's my predictor. Fucking what broken. Is that like... Did you did you read that on the wall, wall of the fucking centre of excellence where it said that Benji won a, a premiership with St. George? Did you see that? No. I saw yeah. a headline. Oh, like yeah. They got this. They got this wall of fame, you know, with all these you know Tigers greats, and then it's got Benji Marshall. And it's like you know, blah blah, Kebra Park, etc. You know, and um, you know, he played. He played for you know, also played for you know the Broncos and St George and uh, you know, fucking whatever, and then the Souths, and then and then it said something about you know something about St George where he won his premiership. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is fucking a mural on the wall at the, at the oh, COE. Fuck. Oh, that's right. That's nice. right. What, what what we focused on, Nate, was round twenty four. We're on the Sunday. You've got right. the, the Tigers who play the Dragons and the Titans play the Knights. So not not that spoon. That's, the, spooner, that's, that's, okay, that's <laughs> a hyper bowl weekend. Not yeah. a not a not a later, not a finals no, It's a hyper bowl. Yeah, um, okay. So not not that the Dragons are, are in danger of getting the spoon. We'll do that. We'll, no, we'll do this at the end of the, at the end of the games because I mean, obviously, a new fucking a new wrinkle has occurred in the table that's put the Tigers under enormous pressure, yeah. and uh, and it's become a straight battle for for and against. The, that's it. Yeah, so so we will do the ladder protector, and we may even have to do some guesstimated score lines for those for the relevant games for those uh, bottom of the table teams. Yeah. Because yeah, it's danger times now. Um, because the Tigers have been clinging on to that you know no wooden spoons thing 
you know, in quotes, like the same way that the dragons have, you know, yeah, they, they, they go the reverse and they talk about all the premierships they've won, you know, over and above the one that they have actually won. Um, but, but so, Nate, to, to your point coming down to it, and what, do you say mm-hmm. you want to do with this episode or? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I will, we'll, we'll track. I mean, honestly, the 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 battle for the eight was done. In my opinion, the battle the battle for the top eight was done when the Roosters beat the Cowboys. Yeah, the Roosters really had to win that to lose that game. Sorry to to um to make it a live race. Yep. And then and then the Knights beating the Knights losing to the Broncos as well. That that all that pretty much shut the, the the last the last little door I think for any of the teams outside of the eight at the moment to get in there. Yeah. So I think that battle's done done. So really, the, the compelling battle at this point now is, I mean, with the Panthers with a reasonable lead at the top of the table, so the minor premiership's nothing worth looking at. So it really comes down to the the uh, Spooner Palooza or the Hyper Bowl, depending on how you feel. That's and, it. And um, so that's the battle that's going to take us through. That's the compelling thing that makes you watch through to the end of the rounds this Ugh. year. Instead of just fucking hit the fucking cryo tank and just uh, wait, get woken up with its uh, finals. <laughs> I tell you, um, again, like fucking anything can happen. And I've just done a quick ladder predictor while you were going. Save it, save it. We oh, only no. talk about two more games. Okay, go. Save it, save it. Do have you done the, have do you done the socials to? for the Broncos? Oh yeah, okay. Look, we ha- don't have to. I mean, this ladder predictor shit is compelling. Broncos. Hashtag Kalen, you're not fooling anybody. There's the socials for those two games. <laughs> Zach, he said, as a Bronco supporter, this is a punish. Yes, it is. Mark, is gay guy allergic to club footy? I've never seen an Origin player play so bad for their club. James, 30 minutes in and Billy Walters is top tackler. Or so the Germans would have us believe. Um... Kevin. Norm McDonald will be spinning in his grave at that delivery. He would be. <laughs> he said, I'm actually devastated. We've given up Martin for Walsh. TMM is a great player and seems like a great human. He's exactly the type of player the Warriors need, and I hate that we're letting him go. There you go. And uh, our new member, Kings, he said, uh, Ah, Newcastle, perfect one day, no credit the next. So new member, long-time <laughs> listener. Welcome aboard, sir. <laughs> yeah. you are, you, you've already... Uh, you, you, you're adapting to life in the uh, Intel Nation most excellently. Um, the Raiders, 24, defeated the Dragons, 22. Uh, down there in Canberra, the Raiders, 24, tries to Hudson Young, Jordan Rappiner, Ryan Sutton, and Albert Hopawate with four conversions from as many attempts to Jamal Fogarty. Dragons, 22, a hat-trick to Talatau Amon. Uh, Talatau Monga also with a try, and Lomax, three or four conversions. Just missing that sideline one at the end there to take us into Golden Point extra time. How do you feel about the end of this game, Glennie? Controversial. Feel like it should have been a penalty. It should, uh, yeah. I think. I mean, there was that. Just that he sort of gave him that extra shove, which forced him to lose the ball. I think if he hadn't have lost the ball, they were going to let that. They would have let that play the ball go, and let him run the play. Yeah. But um, but there was the fact that he that um, who was it? It was um, Harry Ranira, wasn't it? They gave him the push, and he sort of dislodged the ball. Should have been, yeah, a penalty and maybe ten minutes for professional foul. Yep. Not that it mattered. I mean, it was like you know they, you know they they, they get the penalty, tie it up, and then they then they get extra time with you know a man advantage, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was very poetic because it was the exact same situation in the first time these teams met, where the Dragons won twelve ten, and Canberra was supposed to get a penalty at the end there that they weren't given. So it was square almost uh, yeah, it, it, could, it may it may well have been a square up. Um, 
like honestly, like it was a great performance from the Raiders for most for, for them for the most part. Yeah. And then again, they did the thing they did, and then the Dragons came home strong. And that was, I mean, the Dragons did a fucking great job there. I mean, when they had no time left on the clock, they had one play. Yeah, and they were coming from way down, like you know, way down in their own territory. I mean, it was great play on their part to to you know put that break on, you know, long break and get down to you know sort of ten fifteen meters out. And yep. they only needed they just needed that one extra pass, and they just couldn't you know just couldn't find the support. Mm. Um, but look, honestly, Hook's not playing play you know all of the players giving all the players the chances they need. Willie now over the next couple of weeks now they're officially dead dead. I mean they were kind of dead anyway because their for and against is abysmal, but. Yeah. You know, and like the Raiders, you know, they're on life support. They're technically still still in it. But the thing is, their for and against is, is so inferior to the Roosters that the Roosters could, you know, drop one of their three games and the Raiders have to win all three of theirs, even if they finish on the same amount of points. It, it's I think the differential is probably something like 100. And, it's over 100. So there's no way the, the, the Raiders could overcome that. Yeah. Um. So I think that they're well, kind of honest, done too. The Roosters have got the Tigers this week, so... They'll probably be quivering. Enhance their foreign against them. Probably quivering in their fucking boots. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Has any player benefited more uh, from Ben Hunt's season this year for the Dragons than than young Amon? He's been one of Hook's victims, and he's he's found some consistent playing time um, over the last however many weeks, his confidence is sky high at the minute. He's taking the line on, he's using his footwork. Yeah. And and just playing outside Hunt, um, is, it's just showing in how he's playing and, and the level of confidence that he has. But Hunt had another you know, kick to 40-20 and a 20-40. Um, yeah. You know, I do, again. I, I do feel for the, the Dragons here where they've now got You've got Ben Hunt, who is on the back of a fucking career season, mm. but asking for one point three. Yeah, and I think the last time that Ben Hunt had this happen to him, he was poached out of the Dragons, and St George went and offered him stupid money. Like they they were the ones that went to him and said, "Hey, here is a giant fucking checkbook. Please come mm. and play for us." Mm. I think this time around, he needs to understand that. I don't think is there a half at the moment that's worth one point three. The thing is with the thing is with Ben Hunt is I think he this Dragons experience if nothing else I mean like everyone understands that this year has been so supremely amazing for Ben Hunt and a large part of it is because there's fucking nobody else at that club yeah. that's any good. So I mean he could just go somewhere with what for what he's on now. Yeah, that's it. But he could go somewhere for what he's on now. Who have a couple of extra pieces and who yeah. can attract some additional pieces? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Instead and of without 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 killing without killing their cap for yeah. his own you know enrichment. That's it. So, but yeah, yeah. This, yeah this, I mean, they're, they're, I'm sure there are clubs that would love Ben Hunt coming off this season. Yeah, fuck yeah. In their in their uh, well, in their side, but yeah. You know who who doesn't have an established seven at the moment? Southstone, and again, Ilias yep. is doing well, but. But they'd take him. Yeah, Gold, fuck yeah. The Gold Coast wouldn't a fucking heartbeat. Yep, yep. Um, who else? Fuck the Roosters. Is he signed to? Is he signed for next year? Has to be. Yeah, I don't know. Dragons, I don't care. I think I think he I think he is, but that's that's why they're, they're talking about signing now because yeah, yeah. it's because it becomes an issue in November. Sure. 
when the, when the well yeah yeah fucking Redcliffe would love him yeah of course as well yeah oh, especially although, now, and, no what we know but, about if Milf's confirmed there Ben Hunt avoids that place like the plague no way he fucking goes and does that again no 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 yeah but what's but what did Milford ever do to Ben Hunt played next to him. Yeah, but I mean, like the last game they played together, I mean, Milford was like fucking man of the match, really. I mean, it was, Ben Hunt was the one that fuck. <laughs> ben yeah. Hunt, Milford would be the one that'd be saying, "Fuck you, don't stay the fuck away from me, fucking butterfingers." I mean, I, I should have, I should have um, fucking Clive Churchill and a fucking ring, <laughs> and you dropped them both, motherfucker. <laughs> Lando said, the worst part about this game is that Hook is going to spin it that we only lost by two. In reality, the Dragons were never in the hunt. If he doesn't serve up the same pile of shit next week, I'll be very surprised. And Michael, he said, so we just hung on against the Ben Hunt Dragons. Watching this game reminds me that life could be worse. I could be a Dragons fan. I say that to myself every day. Glennie says it as well. Hmm. No, fuck that. I'd be... Well, you got your... That's what I'm saying, you got your... You got your big event, uh, you got your big agenda against dragons fans. Yeah, that's true. So of yeah, course you don't want to be dragons fan. Of course, yeah, yeah. Because they're all cunts to a man. Every one of them. Choices. Choices, yeah. Lenny. All right. Finally, the Gold Coast Titans forty-four defeat the Mighty Manly Seagulls twenty-four at uh, Hope Solo Coliseum. The uh, Titans tries to uh, double the Bo Firma. Then we got uh, Jolliffe, Jojo Fafita, Brian Kelly, AJ Brimson, and Dave Fafita. Tanner Boyd seven conversions and a penalty goal. The Seagulls tries to Garrick, Jake Turbo, Brad Parker, and uh, Deadman, and Ruben Garrick for conversions for as many attempts. There you go. Thank God the fucking season is over. In like, I mean, as I said, I believe it was over when Nice won on the, earlier in the round, and the Broncos beat the Knights. But thank fucking God this fucking season is over and can mercilessly fucking dump it into the waste bins of fucking 2009 and 2020 as just absolute, absolute fucking grim fucking affairs. This game was just absolutely indicative of the whole thing. It was one of those games where you just, where literally nothing went their way. None of the fucking, not even the fucking 90 tens went their way. If there was a way for something to not go their way, the fucking, this game found it to happen. And then on top of that, then the Titans, saw that that was the that was the case and they actually took some opportunities and um you know some of their players played reasonably well i thought but my god they were fucking they were handed the contest by absolute fucking disinterested players with the exception of the usual suspects like ruben and fucking jakey and uh and brad parker the fucking man who healed a fucking acl within a season without surgery by sheer willpower the man with the lowest talent ceiling in the history of rugby league, but yet somehow manages to extract close to 100% out of it every time he takes the field, um, which means, which which still means that he's obviously nowhere near as good and barely first grade standard. However, he's out there. And he's having look, a fucking the, go. The can't, the can't. I mean, like after healing his ACL through the power of his fucking red mind, he fucking like, he still plows 100% into everything he does, which is you know. That, that try he scored was an absolute representation of it. There was fucking nothing on there. No. And it was just through sheer willpower that he fucking somehow forced his way along the ground and and, and over the line to score it. He slid over the line with three players on him. <laughs> yeah, for, but, but, but like from five metres out yeah. on, a dry, on a dry fucking pitch. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, I have no fucking idea. Like, such was the fucking it's intensity with which he well, threw himself. Momentum is yeah. momentum. Like, the resistance <laughs> that he would have felt by just sheerly... 
the sheer speed that he hit the the line and then hit the deck and he was still going. Yeah, like, I, like I mean, like if it was pissing down rain in a mud muddy field, you'd go, yeah, yeah well, of course. But it, it was it was not that at all. He had no right to get over. But um, but fucking grim grim from everywhere, everyone else, and like the one the one player in the manly in the manly seven who was closest to being able to 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 get himself back into my good graces in Jason Saab, um. Almost best on ground last week in a losing in a losing side, but did his ACL, so he's fucking gone for he's gone for the year. Jakey, he's gone for the year. Um, Where's Jakey gone? What happened? Him? Uh, broke his hand apparently. Yeah. Right. So they apparently the X-rays today. I haven't seen much about it online, but um, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's the case. And uh, so whether it hasn't you know seeped out mainstream yet or not but that's i'm pretty sure he's so he's gone for the year and you know it's basically a long shot of whether he wants to you know try and go you know go to the world cup or not but um yeah fuck but uh so you know that's 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 the shit that um that you know i'm most i'm most unhappy about um and this and this fucking these manly six like uh, like there are some fucking other guys that are in that number that have been fucking terrible since coming back and they need to take a big fucking look at themselves because, I mean, it certainly wasn't... There's nothing to do with, like, you know, combinations or anything. It's just discernibly lower fucking effort. Yeah. And, like, I would... They're lucky that I'm, I'm, I'm not the fucking guy in charge because I'd be, there'd be releases, no matter what the cost, there would be fucking releases across the board because it's just unacceptable for professional footballers in this day and age. And I'm like, I know there's fans of other clubs that would, you know, lament the fucking lack of effort from their guys as well. But I mean, I, I have a higher bar of expectation for player, player fucking intensity and performance and fuck, it is not fucking it. Um, and there's, there's a couple of things he's going to, they didn't, they had nothing to do. I'll be very clear. They had nothing to do with the result of the game, but fuck me dead. The referees this year have the potential to fuck the finals up for some team massively. I mean, like the West Tigers thing was obviously the worst thing we're going to fucking see this year and maybe even any year. I, I, would, just like, of, I would just like to point out that you've actually put Glenn to sleep. He's I'm right here. there. I can I'm see listening. him. He's, I'm just he's listening right there. Intently. Yeah, he is. See? Like obviously, obviously the West, obviously the West Tigers thing is going is going to be the worst thing we ever see. But fuck me, just some dumb things like in this game, Marty to power fucking coat hangers a guy, or hits a guy with a high tackle. Nothing, no penalty, nothing. Three tackles later, Dylan Walker fucking hits a guy who's a fall, who's a falling target, lowers the target with a stock standard, your stock standard high tackle. It's like you know. Maybe a penalty. Maybe put it on report if you're feeling fucking spicy, and then move on. And he gets sent. And he gets sim bin for it. Now we look at the match review afterwards, and what's the result of that that uh, that sim bin? A fine. Yeah. Not even a fucking. Not even no suspension. Nothing like that. And then we get later on in the game, and it's a fucking bunker. I guess I suppose it's a, the bigger problem. We get later in the game a situation there where the Titans player knocks the ball in the play on and to play the ball and they and they challenge it and they go, oh, he didn't knock it on. It was like you know helped out or you know whatever. Yep. So the the guy in the bunker, I can I don't remember who it was. He's looking at it to see if anything happened, but it's clear the Titans player plants the ball on the ground when he's on his knees. And then he tries to push himself up and stand up to play the ball. And then a manly player getting back in the marker, you know, knocks it with his foot. If you play the ball 
if you put the ball on the ground when you're not on your feet, it's instantly your mistake, no matter what happens. That's a, that's literally the rules of rugby league. It is. You cannot if you play if you plant the ball on the ground. You need, I mean, I hope unless it happens to Parramatta or someone like that, I hope it doesn't happen to a team in the finals yeah. and, like, and like fuck them over because that shit's just got to stop. And um, what else? What else has got to stop is um, is the fucking lazy cunts in the manly side. I swear, I, I just want to fight some of those fucking cunts. Dead set. Um, Titans. One more thing that's got to I, stop is you talking about this game. No, I want to talk about Titans now. Tanner, Tanner Boyd, who, who knew that he could be a clutch goal kicker? I think his, I think his general play was fairly... Yeah, I don't think he really created much of anything. And I don't think he has the same... I don't think he has a similar ceiling to like Sexton. Really? But I think he's, but I think he's got a higher base. Like I, I think he, I think his baseline consistent level is probably high. Is probably higher than yeah. Sorry, mate. I think I think he's like I think his baseline is probably is probably higher than than Sexton's baseline. Mm. But I think that the upside on Sexton, given experience and time or whatever, I think is higher. Well, I and, think but, Tanner Boyd, his level of toughness and willing. Yeah, he's he's to, certainly a to tough get guy. Get into a contest, physical contest, far outstrips Sexton, and I think yeah, he does. But that's not a hard. But that's not generally speaking what a halfback is because they're going to have Kieran Four, and you can't have that on both sides. Yeah, that's a you know fair I mean? point. I mean, you've already got a Kieran Four in there. I mean, maybe it makes his you know Kieran Foran's inevitable injuries when they happen. I mean, Tanner Boy can play the Kieran Foran role for, sure. for Sexton. So but, then, where um, does where does Brimson? fit into the mix because surely Jaden Campbell's the, the can't be fullback yeah, yeah he, he's, he's got to be the long term fullback right alright my the, my theory is um, well it's not a theory but like if it were me he's obviously he, he has to play in the back line somewhere I mean without question probably wasteful having him as like an impact guy coming off the bench so in light of the start the, of the, in light of the cattle that the Titans have at this stage try him at centre Oof. You're not going to put him on the wing. Yeah, he can't know. be full back. He's, he's not in the he's not he's not in the halves. I, I don't know. He's, fa- he's, he's fast and he's got defensively. He's he's fast and he's got the footwork. I mean, oh yeah, this is the thing. Like, I don't think there's a good answer. What are you going to do? Fucking release him or waste him as like a fourteen? Mm. What's your What's the answer then, Glenny? I'm just trying to find a role for him, and I think center is the only place where he can really they can capitalize on his. Speed good qualities him. yeah like the, you know like he's but the, the, the but qualities at the same he has. time it's also highlighting areas of his game that he's, he's just not there he's he's defensively at centre he's a liability but we don't really we don't really know though right we don't just know size sure. alone yeah but I mean you, you, would you say that he, are you going to say that he'd be the smallest centre in the game if he's in centre there's no chance Fuck, I'm with the tape measure. I'm just trying to. Not far off. I'm just trying to find it. I'm trying to find a jersey for the kid. (laughs) Yeah, give him one of those best (laughs) and less cunts and sit him in the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) One of one of the ones that doesn't have sponsors or anything on it. it. (laughs) Fuck out of here, Brinson. Fuck. All right, move on. I want to see this ladder predictor for the Hyper Bowl, boys. Uh, Tynan, you said I should have watched a Pornhub. Chris. Hey, no, you got multiple browsers for a reason, son. He said, no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for the Eagles. Liam, Gold Coast playing like shit indicates how good Manly is going. Cruzy, he said, did Manly rest the church goers again? Ooh, there you go. 
go. They rest. They rested themselves. Lost on the uh, field. I actually, I actually put it to you that if they, if they had, a, if the church guys weren't in there, and they ran, and they ran out the team against the against the Roosters, I reckon they would have won comfortably because they would have been fucking would have, would have been dug in. Brendan, you said, is there a rainbow over the stadium? Because Manly seemed to be running scared. <laughs> Josh, turns out Manly didn't just have much pride in their jersey to make the top eight. Also, Des Ball, Des Ball. Mm. Anthony, is Manly season the biggest decline of the year after top four last year to having the last place Titans putting 38 on them with the season on the line? And then he answered his own question and said, yes, it is. <laughs> um, Scott, going to go Dairy Queen with Scott's comments because he had a few of them. He said, oh, my God, I forgot what having joy in my footy team feels like. Disgusting that I have to feel joy for Jared Wallace. <laughs> what did Jared Wallace is? I mean, like, oh, I don't know. Who knows? Why is why is he so hateable to his? To, yeah, I think. I think you, people you, get you, him mixed up with Joy Arrow. Anyway, you're choosing to talk about fucking Jared Wallace over a ladder predictor. <laughs> fucking, fucking, let's go. Fucking chickity check yourself. All right, let's go. Let's go. Who's winning the spoon? Let's figure that out. We've got to put scores in for these guys because I know that for and against is a is an issue. Because that was that was of course the Dairy Queen vibe of the of that game. The fact that the West Tigers got chucked into last place. Well, so let let's go here. And so these, yeah, these Glenny, games don't matter. that's right, motherfucker. I said it. Let's Fuck say the you. Rabbits beat Penrith, right? So the Rabbits beat Penrith. Yeah, don't I don't just just put those in. Who cares? Cowboys Warriors. Is that is it relevant to the, to, our, to it, it will it will be for the bottom of the eight oh. and for the middle of the pack. Okay, so sorry, Cowboys, say again, who are they playing? Cowboy, Cowboys, Cowboys easily, yeah. Yep. Broncos Storm, Storm, yeah Storm. Eels Bulldogs, Bulldogs. Oof, Eels. Fuck the Eels. No respect. Moses fuck is back. Sure they beat the fucking right. Bulldogs. So that that puts the Eels in the sixth. Manly Sharks. Yeah, sharks. Manly. Sharks. Yeah, Sharks by fifty. Roosters Tigers. Tigers. Roosters, obviously. Shut up, Glenn. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Now that puts that's... the Roosters. Back in the eight. It's relevant Dragon, to our discussion. Dragons, yeah. Titans. Dragons. Titans. Fuck off. Fuck off, idiot. Knights, Raiders. 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 Oh, yeah, there's round 23. Now, uh, Broncos, Parramatta. In Broncos. Uh, Broncos at home. Yep. So that yeah. takes the Broncos from eighth to sixth. Right. Panthers will beat the Warriors. Storm, Roosters. Storm at Amy Park, so under four. Yeah, doesn't really now, matter. Either. Now that, well, interestingly enough, that puts it the, the top eight. That puts the storm in the second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Raiders Manly. Oof. In oh, Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Jake. Jake is out for the rest of the season. Fucking doesn't. So that Ra- doesn't matter. Raiders. Game. Sharks. Bulldogs. Sharks. Rabbits. Cowboys. Ooh, Rabbits. Rabbits. Okay, so at this stage, yeah, Parramatta's still in, Roosters are still in. Now, this is where Spooner Palooza comes in. Yeah, I want the Spooner Palooza. This is what we're here for. Down the bottom, you've got the Knights on 14 points. Yeah. Then you've got the Titans and the Tigers on 10 points each. Yeah, so it's only Titans versus Tigers then. These other right. guys are going to be okay. Hmm. Yeah, but the Tigers versus the Dragons. Yeah, Dragons. Fuck off. Dragons win that. Fucking know Easily. nothing then, about rugby league. Ignorant cunt. Then you have the Titans versus the Knights in the Gold Coast. 
I still, it's not still Shambaugh. <laughs> Maybe the Titans can sort of do that thing, late season thing where they sort of yeah. pick up and, and sort of jag a few wins when it's all done and dusted. At home, Knights don't travel. Titan, and, and, and as as of today, of course, the Titans have a have an advantage by 17 points in terms of differential yeah. over, over the Tigers already. So... Are they going to are they going to beat them on actual ladder points or are they going to? Is so let, come let's say the Knights point? win that game, right? Then round twenty five, the Titans get the Warriors. So it is in New yeah, Zealand. Like the Warriors can take them. It yeah, is the Warriors in New Zealand. Ta- the Warriors will probably take right. them. Mm. So let's say the Warriors win that. The Tigers beat I'm, Canberra, but the of course. no, no, no. Because Canberra will be playing. Yeah. So, yeah, man, so realistically, the, Ra- uh, the Raiders are playing for a top eight spot. It's going to come down to who who loses by less on the last three weeks for those two sides. Uh, yeah, and that game against Newcastle for the Titans—that's what it comes down to. If they beat Newcastle, they're home. If they lose all three games, then it's going to come down to magnitude for both teams. And it's only with seventeen points difference in in for and against. That's not a fucking lot. Now here's the interesting thing: after lose all, by six points more a game, and you're out. After all of that discussion, yeah, I've got the Roosters missing the eight. All that talk about them building and they're on the right trajectory and all of this stuff. Did you like? Were you taking? Did you take me seriously when I said the Tigers were going to beat them? No. Holy fuck! No, I did not. Yeah. Who yeah. do you, you have them losing to then? So how the many Ro- points are they? How many so ladder the, points? The are they? Roosters will finish on twenty-eight points. The Raiders and the Eels will finish on thirty points, and the Broncos. Oh, so you're having you're having so you're having the Roosters only win one out of their last three games. Well, they've got the Rabbits. Yeah. Right, that's that was also like at the reopening SFS SFS as well. So it's a big. So they've got the rabbits. The week before that, yep. they've got the storm in Melbourne. Yeah. And and the tigers. I've got the, and I've got them beating the tigers. Fuck. Mm. Yeah. That'd be funny. Fucking rugby league chaos. Right down to the last second. Right down to the last, yeah. All right. So that ra- that rabbit, that rabbits versus uh, roosters game is going to come down to it, yeah. and then the knights versus the titans the week before. All right, they're the two key, the two key yeah, battles yeah. for the entire season, yeah. coming ahead over the next three weeks. <laughs> the tigers have zero control over their own destiny here. <laughs> <laughs> their, their, their season, their season, the and their season's and on their, a loan deal with other clubs. And they're, un, and they're, and they're, un, they're, un, they're, un, they're unblemished as a joint venture record of not getting a spoon is all up to the result of a game between the Titans and the Newcastle Knights that they've got no fucking sway over. Jesus. My God, that is, that has got to be, uh, you're going to be such a Newcastle Knights fan, you might have to fucking throw on a high-vis jersey. Lenny. Nah. For that one. I'd rather get the spoon than support the fucking knights. Oh, a man of a man of integrity, oh, I see. Don't be so all negative. the dragons. <laughs> all the dragons for that matter. All that all that negativity, you're gonna just get a complimentary Newcastle membership in the post. Be <laughs> <laughs> going cheap. Uh, How good. Let's go. All right. That's it boys. Done. We'll uh we'll we'll uh revisit this again on Wednesday night. And that is conclusion officially of episode number. Do we won't. I don't want to hear about that no. again. No, no, no. We'll, 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 
We'll save the ladder predictors for the Monday night episodes. Hey, we'll go, we'll do another thrilling edition of ladder predictor. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Next 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 yeah. Monday. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm doing ladder oh, predictors at the beginning. I'm seeing if I've changed my mind at the end. Next episode's nothing but ladder predictors. <laughs> yeah, and you'll be and you'll be in the bathroom, fucking just like, just like sitting on the toilet, just ladder predicting nonstop <laughs> every conversation to see what happens next. <laughs> Maybe that's what uh, Kalen and Kurt were doing, just on the ladder predictor. Don't go, together. Yeah, Total yeah. ladder predictor. And then they uh, and then they um and then they saw that that that, that Titans game was the was the season, and they, oh. and they and so they you know they docked to celebrate. <laughs> stuck into this sponge cake, Kurt. This has got me all hard. Is is Kalen's new nickname the sponge cake because he gets fucked in cubicles? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's all speculation. I mean, well, yeah, we'll talk about. It. We'll see the news will all come out. And the, well, not the news, but the 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 results or you know whatever the club's going to do about no. things. It'll be, It'll be it'll be yeah the results of what the club's going to well, do. I mean, I heard he's, he might have test. his he might have his captaincy he might have oh, his captaincy okay. stripped from yeah, him. Do you, like, do you know what the club won't do? Oh, what we're going to do because it's pretty fucking obvious he was in there racking up. Is a fucking hair follicle drug test. Yeah. No. Callum Ponga's celebrations about his new his new fucking real estate deal got out of hand when he when his friends shaved every fucking hair off his body. Uh, yeah, that's it. Hey. Fuck me. Anyway, if the NRL had any balls, they'd fucking mandate the test. Yeah, I mean they would have done that. They no, would have done if, if they had the ability to do so. They would have done it with um yeah. the Storm guys at the end of last season. Uh, That's it. And then it wouldn't have been any of this white powder bullshit. I mean, they could have just come out and plainly said what it was because they'd have the tests on record. Uh, yeah. So anyway. Anyway, that's it for 487. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, as always, if you'd like to support the show, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash tour nation. Um, any closing remarks, fellas? Fuck the dragons. Oh, Jesus. Why them? Particularly Cause now. Because their fans are cunts. Yeah, but what they do to you like like today, this week? What oh, they nothing do to you? today. But I'll get a phone call tomorrow or the next day or something and it'll just re, re, relight the fire. Oh God, Glenny, try very, being positive. No. Not very Dairy Queen of you, Glenny. No, I'm not. I'm not a very Dairy Queen type person. Not very dra- Dragon Queen of you, there, Glenny. No, it's really not. <laughs> Good times. Not very Khaleesi of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, done. Nice. Bye, right, boys. See, see you Wednesday. See you next time. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.